Good evening and welcome to another episode of A Couple With. I have got my brew. I have also got a slight cold, which is always nice when you're starting a new year with a new cold. So I have a nice hot drink and hopefully it'll get rid of it. I have a guest with me today, if he'd like to introduce himself. Hi, um, my name is Frank Bia. Um, I'm a recovered heroin addict. I'm also diagnosed with PTSD and bipolar, and um, I do not take any pharmaceutical medication whatsoever. And today I celebrate two years of sobriety off opiates and heroin. And it's just been one blessing after another. Wow, that that's fantastic <clears throat> to say that you 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 have these um, mental health conditions as well as well as having got over heroin and you're managing to do it without pharmaceuticals. That's that's terrific. Yeah, it it was um it wasn't easy, you know. It it, it was all I had to do it that way because of of my paranoia out of out of my bipolar and, and um, PTSD. I was super paranoid, didn't trust anybody. So, but I knew I went. I, I needed to heal. I, I knew that it, it's it was life and death, and and I wanted life. Nice. And um, so I was, I went searching. Oh, well. <clears throat> basically, I did everything. I'm I'm really happy for you because. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not obviously here to judge anybody that does need pharmaceuticals. I know a lot of people that have mental health issues, and are on pharmaceuticals. If you need that medication, by all means, have that medication. But I think it is. It is a lot to your strong willpower and 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 determination to want to do it without. Right, and and that's one thing that you know it, it's. It's not, um, I'm not bad-mouthing bad medication or anything, you know, it's, it's just, just, there's a million roles of recovery and, and it just wasn't for me. And, and I know it is beneficial to a lot of people. Mm. Um, and I, I do medicate, but I, I medicate naturally. I use cannabis and uh, psilocybin were, was actually what, what um, boosted everything and, and got me to wonder again and, and um I, I just found another way, and um, it's, it's been an awakening. See, the thing is, you've got to find a way that works for you, really, haven't you? Exactly. We're all unique individuals, and, and, and there's no one way, you know what I mean? There's tons of breadcrumbs, and, and everything, I like to use a metaphor, everything's a tool bag, you know what I mean? And, and yeah. you got to find what tools work for you. Oh, exactly. <clears throat> I agree completely. So, uh, give us a bit of your backstory. How did it come to be that you were on heroin and you had, if you're, okay, we've obviously discussed that, if you were on heroin and then having mental health issues as well? Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm not, um, that's something that, you know, that's part of my, my healing process is not just losing the shame and, and that stigma that's, that's associated with mental health. It, yeah. it, it, it's not, <clears throat> there's nothing wrong with it, you know? But, um, but yeah, no, I've, I've suffered trauma my whole life. Um, my mother suffered a lot of um, domestic violence before I was even born. Mm -hmm. So that's, um, it all started there. I had um, open heart surgery by the time I was four. By the time I was seven, I had some type of uh, uh, sexual abuse. Yeah. Um, and just stuff like that. By the time I was 20, um, my... Um, my brother shot himself playing Russian roulette. 
And um, so I blame myself after that. I cleaned up his brains. I did all the funeral arrangements. I was 20 years old. He was 21. Wow. And it just, yeah, that was that was probably the, the nail in the coffin. I, I just gave up on life after that. I, I blamed myself and nothing got, nothing got me out of it. Not even my kids. This is nothing. I, I just, because of my mental health issues. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of our of us drug addicts um, <clears throat> have um, what's, what's called dual diagnosis, where you know we use we're using the drugs to cope with, with mental issues and, and emotional issues. It's, it's basically what it, what it comes down to. It's all a neurochemical game. You know what I mean? Oh, I and, agree. And it just that's what it is. And um, so yeah, I just went in, head on into darkness, and it um, I became a drug dealer. I. I my life's been in danger many times. I've survived. I've never been to prison. I, I was blessed by that. I've, I've been very close to it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I just got blessed with life, man. <clears throat> and um, it's just, I don't know, in 2013, I, I went to my first rehab and it was in Mexico and um, mm. it all started then. And I had many relapses, many losses. I lost custody of my son. Um, it just one big old mess, but um, in the process, I um, I found art. I found expression. I found um, what I'm doing now, facing my fears, and mm. and that's the the true road to healing. Oh, I mean, art alone can heal. I mean, obviously, we all know about um, art therapy, and and my my daughter's been through art therapy. I've I have my own expressive art that I do that helps with me. So I completely understand just art alone can be therapeutic alone, but what what was your turning point? What was that part where you just went, right, I can't do this anymore. I need to help me. Um, I was actually, I had gone to Mexico to do, uh, to go detox, to get off of heroin. And um, I ended up, um, finding meth and I went in a big old like a 20 day meth binge and I kind of I kind of ended up like on a drug induced psychosis okay but I had in the process I had a spiritual awakening so it's kind of a, a big debate between psychosis and spiritual awakening mm. but that's what occurred to me I saw the signs how God spirit whatever you want to call it was was speaking to me and, and all the signs and, and everything that I have survived so I came to the conclusion was that Everything that I had gone through was meant for me to be stronger. Yeah. It, it made me a survivor. So I got empowered by that. And then after that, I went to rehab and um, I found uh, DBT, which is a dialecto-behavioral uh, therapy. Yeah. And I was introduced to mindfulness, to mindfulness and meditation and, and started learning about um, neuroplasticity and uh, the way our, our brain is capable of rewiring itself. Mm. So it... it it just sparked my curiosity and, and I'm just, I'm a naive person. So I, you know, I, I, I believed it. And, and that's the main thing is you got to believe, you know? Yeah. Oh, and yeah. the main thing you got to believe yeah. is your story, man. That's, that's the main thing. So once I changed my story, my mindset changed and, and that's, that, that was the main start. Just my mindset. When you say change your story, is it more your internal speech to yourself or how you viewed yourself. Yes, exactly both. How, how I viewed it and, and really my internal story. We all got that, that internal voice that tells us, you know, certain things or or, or we get images of, of certain things, you know, arguments or whatever it may be. Mm. You know, we're all unique, but 
all got that inner voice, ego, whatever you want to call it, uh, facet of ourselves, whatever. Mm. Um, some people want to call it demons or whatever, you know. But it's, it's that inner voice. It wants to keep you where it's always been, you know. See, I, so so <clears throat> that was. I see. I like the whole idea of I've, I always thought within it, not as in demons as in you know obviously good versus bad and that kind of thing, but demons as in what what sits in you and changes who you are. I always think that you have to accept them to be able to change your story. They are part of you. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. That stronger person. Exactly. It's all, what it is really is just energy. It's just negative energy. There's positive energy. You know, negative energy gives you, takes you so far. Usually you burn out because, you know, negative energy usually tends to self-destruct. Oh yeah. Uh, Positive energy just takes you to, to, you know, it's limitless. And, and, and then that's that's what it is, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I just like to try to um, simplify all this stuff that, that I learned, and, and that's basically how I see it. You know, it's just like positive vibes is palpable. You know, you go into a room, you you'll feel when there's good vibes. You'll feel when there's been a fight or, or there's tension. It's, mm. That's all energy, you know. See the best. And, and free will, we have. Oh, oh sorry. Go on. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, the the best way I've I've, the, uh, I've, I've heard it was that. Therapy, mindfulness, um, medication, everything can make you, take you from negative to neutral, but you have to make your own happy. Yes, exactly. And that's what um, art and any that type of therapeutic environment, you have to have a, a safe place for your nervous system to get into homeostasis. Mm. If you don't have that, it, it, it's virtually impossible because you get pulled back depending on your environment. Yeah. If you keep going back to all that negative environment, you're going to get pulled back. No matter, it's it's virtually impossible. You know, it, it, it's it's we're, we're we're it's almost like like we're chameleons, and, and we have to adapt to our, our surroundings to survive. Oh yeah. And, and if you always were in trouble, so you get used to those type of environments, so that's what you naturally go go back to. Mm. So you gotta you gotta change all that. You gotta find your happy place, and that's when the healing comes. And um and that's. You got to override that negative energy by by um, finding joy. Which the more you inject joy into your being, being in, in, in a positive state, you start overriding all this negativity. Yeah, all this stuff starts coming out. But that's what they call the dark night of the soul or cognitive dissonance. Is you're in limbo. You yeah. know, you're, you're used to being this person. You're trying to change, but you're not there yet. So all these voices are telling you, like, what do you mean? You're, you're trying to change. What about this? Or what about that? And it yeah. starts bringing up all this crap. All these excuses, which are valid, but that's what ego does. It try to keep you where you're at. But you, that's when you find joy, you find peace, you find like-minded people, yep. and eventually that's what you become. See, I, I agree <laughs> with that. People always say, oh, the hard work's getting off the drugs or the drink. Or Actually, the hard work's afterwards. Because it's, it's not something that you can just stop. <gasps> and it, and it, it's just like, oh, well, now that stopped, I'm good. It's like, no, you've got to do that hard work every day. And people are like, oh, I've, I've had these discussions. Like, oh, once they've off, you know, whatever they're addicted to, they, they just, they'll be fine. It's like, no, it doesn't work like that. They have people, people like my mum had a gambling addiction. And she'd go through periods of time where she would not gamble. And then she'd, something could uh-huh. because she hadn't worked on herself. She'd have obviously relapsed within a couple of weeks and she would blow the entire house budget but it's one of those that it's not the hard work isn't stopping because you can decide every day to stop 
It's whether or not you continue to every day wake up and continue to do that I'm not doing this. And then from then on top of I'm not doing this to, well, if I'm not that person anymore, who am I? And then it's developing who you are past all the, the trauma and the stuff that, yes, it made you stronger, but it's also who is this strong person? How do I develop this strong person? How do I make this strong person have a life of their own that's not included by everything else? And that's extremely hard work. I, I find it absolutely astonishing that people would think it's not hard work after. It's like when you hear people say, oh, once you find something you love, you don't have to work. No, you have to work 10 times harder. You just don't care because you love what you're doing. <laughs> and I think... That's, that's a very excellent point that you, that you just said. And, and, and that's that's what it is. It's, it's literally, it's it's a lifestyle. You have to make it a lifestyle. Hmm. And, and, and that's, that's, that's the work. And, and that's why you got to find things that that help override all these excuses man because excuses are valid i mean some of us go through some horrendous stuff oh, and, yeah. and but the thing is is i mean we have the choice do we stay there or, or do we use that story to to uplift us and to, and to help bring other people you know yeah and, and that, that that's the main thing it, it, it's you know i have so much excuses that if i focus on that that i'm gonna i'm gonna burn mm. so if i don't focus on, on on all this positivity and all this stuff that 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 I do now is uh, I'll literally burn. I I, I, I won't survive. I, I will not. So I've made I the first and one of the main thing is, is just you got to take the inventory of what emotions you do have mm -hmm. and, and how you can use them to your benefit. Yeah. And, and same thing with ego. same thing with ego. It's 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 just a reflection of what it's trying to teach you. So if you got fear of of expressing yourself then just do it. It's, um, I think they say physiologically, your, your body produces the same chemicals out of fear and excitement. Yep. So it's the story that you tire that, that stops you. You know what I mean? Yep. I so it's, it's you know, learn, 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 and, and it's it's like that old saying, you know, seek and you shall find, but you've got to start seeking, you know what I mean? It, and that's when you start learning patience because it's not going to happen right away just like you didn't become an addict or, or, or have this so-called quote-unquote mental case overnight you know what i mean it, it, it's a process yes. and rebuilding is the same thing <laughs> yeah that, that you make a good valid point there that that's another thing that gets me as well it's like these issues took time to create you didn't just wake up one day and go oh I'm, I'm i'm an addict oh i've got these mental health issues you didn't just magically wake up one day and your body and your mind decided that was it they'd had enough it it took time it took it was cultured it was made it was nurtured all these negative thoughts were nurtured uh, and like the same as weeds left to grow will eventually nurture themselves and grow until the whole garden is completely destroyed you've got to understand that if you're going to be cutting the garden afterwards it's also going to take time those weeds took time to grow into a forest. You're gonna have to be taking time to cut down that forest, and it's it's that between the two. Of, once you take one thing away, it doesn't mean to say everything else is fixed. And there is a certain amount of expectation. I think that's where the stigma comes from, because there is a certain amount of expectation of once you've got a diagnosis, once you've stopped that so-called bad habit, it's it's one of those that the people go, oh, it's fixed now, you're done. 
and it's not how that goes it takes work every single day and it's it astonishes me that people don't understand that it's hard work you do this work you it took time for it to create so it's going to take time to change but as long as you're going at it every day you'll soon have a lovely looking garden so <laughs> it's one of those and now you've also you've got to keep at that garden because if you stop those weeds are going to come back up aren't they so you kind of got to keep going at it keep going oh. at it keep going at it making sure it's looked after oh, making yeah, sure it's, the lawn's cut everything I wanted to piggyback on that in that too is that um, a lot of times too when you pull out certain weeds, other weeds come out that you didn't even know you had out there. You know what I mean? There's 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 tons of addictions. There's there's I mean you, just because you stop drugs, then then them other ones might come up. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Anger, um, wanting to argue, complaining, um, um, pornography, um, um, you name it. There's there's just tons of it, um, and that's why you got to take an inventory of what you got and how is it benefiting you and and everything's cause and effect you know oh, so yeah. what are your actions and, and how is your life reflecting on it See. and uh, one thing uh, a good thing to find yourself that i've learned is um figure out who you're not you know what i mean you don't want to be this angry person well then then you're going to get events to help you um be nicer yeah <laughs> you know what i mean and, and that's how it goes and, and the more you you face those the easier it gets and then you just all of a sudden, you're a nice person. <laughs> See, I, I agree completely because for me, I wasn't until I started working on myself that I've realised that there are certain things as I'm pulling up the weeds that I didn't realise how defensive I am of myself. I didn't realise that I was holding on to bits of anger from the past about myself. It's like you pull stuff up and this whole load comes with it and you've got to sieve through it to see what's actually what you need to keep and what you can use or change and what you need to bin because there are going to be that's another thing is if you pull up these things sometimes you can turn what your biggest con could be could also be your biggest pro and in the same way as your biggest pro can also be your biggest con i'm i'm a determined person but sometimes i'm so determined i forget my surroundings so i'm just like i'm all in I also know that I can get quite on stuff and I'm in that determination I'll take that and I'll be like completely obsessed with that one thing but that that pro can turn into a real big con when I just get obsessed with something for so long and it can it turn into something bad but also when you've got a con that you look at something and go that's quite I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing or it's been a bad habit it's like being selfish people would see an addiction as selfish. Well, you've been thinking about yourself for so long, how about we change what selfish means? And we turn it into, you're selfish about trying to build yourself better again. And if you've been selfish for so long as a bad thing, at least you know how to be selfish. So if we take took out what was making the bad thing and made you selfish about the good stuff, you've literally turned your biggest con into your biggest pro. That's that, that that's that's awesome, yeah, and, and that's that's a metaphor I like to use too. You know, you you, you just gotta find the polar opposite to whatever negative emotions you might have. And for example, like me, you know, so I have a lot of rage or whatever. So I I use I express that rage through exercise, mm. and, and and that's 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 how I express that emotion. So I used it in a positive way. 
I also have maybe like a lot of jealousy and a lot of resentment. So now my mission is, is to kill them with color and, and with success. You know what I mean? And, and so then you can have compassion toward them. As a matter of fact, you, you could even use that as, as your main motivational tool. I mean, and you can thank them for that because then later on you can, yeah. you know, they're, they're helping you to motivate you. <laughs> you, you uh, so and, and that's, that's all you've, you've got to be, if you've got... Finding the poker yeah, if you've gone through the struggle and you've come out the other side, even if you're still coming through the other side, be grateful because there's nothing better than being grateful for something that at the time you couldn't ever have imagined to be. If, you, if you're grateful for what this has taught you, what you've been through, like some of the, the, the horriblest times in my life, I sit here now and I say, like, I am so grateful for them because I know, know what low is. I can make myself so high on my own. Like if I know what my lowest of low points have been, I can, I can reach those mountaintops without a problem and I'll know the distance I've been. And I'm sure you've, you've been there yourself. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. That that's that that's the main thing. That's that's why that's that's what keeps you grounded. You know what I mean? And, and it keeps you humble. And and that's one thing that you can never forget is is, is um, a lot of times we tend to um, once we reach a certain point that we start um, like um, thinking negative of people who are there. Like you know what I mean? Like mm. what do you mean you can't do? Like I did, or or, or you expect people to get it just because you got it or stuff yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Everybody's on their own journey. Everybody's on their own path. So, you know what I mean? Don't don't judge anybody uh, for what they're going through because you don't know and we don't know, you know? And and, and that's, that's one of the main things to always remember where you came from and, and, and always share that, that compassion. It, it, it's, I also think <clears throat> it's also good when you're trying to... The best way I find to stamp out uh, judgment is to literally put yourself in their place take full understanding and go right if I was them what would I be feeling what's the emotions I'm going through what you know from their point of view how as that situation or even if I just want to see the other side of the argument for me so say me and a person have got into a, a discussion after that discussion for me to understand it I put myself into their shoes and go how did I approach them or how literally the best way to understand and get past judgment or that barrier is to go to see the other side and sometimes it can be hard because obviously we're, we're very much a, a society like I'm right I'm sticking with this I'm not letting go <laughs> we're like a, a dog with a burn I'm not letting go of it but if you just go well this is what I believe is right but how did I come across how did I approach the situation or how if I would, if they'd done that to me and approached me in that way, how would I have felt about it? Would I have felt good about that situation? Would I have understood their point of view? Or would I have just been defense mode because they've been, felt like I've been attacked? It, it's that understanding that would take that judgment away. And because people who have been in your situation, they have that empathy, that wanting to understand because you know how it feels to be on that end. And I think that's a massive thing that most people who have had mental health issues or addiction issues and have come through the other side or 
are living with it every day but they're doing their best have any anybody with mental health issues are the softest souls in the world because they have so much empathy and understanding of what it feels like to be on the other, other side and I think if we could just have that understanding we could really help people yeah, that, and that's that's one of like my missions is, is, is to spread awareness and knowledge. Is that um, a, a thing too is is that uh, a lot of times we can't control our emotions. Is um, they found that trauma is stored in our cells. It's all cellular memory. So you literally become trauma. So you will seek out um, um, subconsciously um, traumatic events without even realizing it. Um, it could be through arguments. It could be through fights. It could be through quitting your job because all of a sudden you have this manic and manic episode and you got this bright idea and all of a sudden you're just gonna go off and create something but you quit your job and all of a sudden you have this chaos because there's no more income <laughs> so your plan fails then you go into depression so you know what i mean mm. it, it might not be one specific but it'll be always be chaotic events mm. and and that's what cellular time is it's, it's not the memory it's the emotion that the memory elicits yeah and, and and that's and that's what it is 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 um we have emotional bodies, um, uh, <clears throat> just like physical bodies, just like spiritual bodies. Mm -hmm. They all need um, tending. Yeah. Um, just, just like on, like on anybody who, who suffers through depression. You know, if one day all of a sudden you're you're all happy, everything's good. Then all of a sudden you get all these crazy images or these thoughts, and all of a sudden you just taint. And, and, and while that's that's basically what I've come to find out, it's called the pain body, mm. and it's basically feeding on that negative 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 energy. Yeah. And some of us will go to two or three months of depression, then all of a sudden you're you're well again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that part of that part of energy got filled and the pain body had its fill. So now you go back to your merry way. See, <laughs> so I, once you start understanding that mm, I understand it, when, it, it, with, you can start self um, deconstructing. With me, for me <laughs> when I for me to get I have high functioning depression. So when for me, as soon as I got, sh I get stressed and upset about stuff, it will build and I'll throw, and I will literally, nobody will ever know that there's anything wrong with me, unless you are ridiculously close to me, so you know what's, you know my, my behaviours, um, and I'm so thankful for right. those people, because if it hadn't been for those people on certain occasions, I would have probably gone even further, um, and I will throw myself into stuff, and because I've distracted myself completely with tasks that I've got to do and I'll do these even though I'm fully in a place of absolute horridness and I won't even know it and you just it's one of those where you just kind of my body attacks its depression by using stress to hide it because it's high functioning but which is would set which goes with the whole how our body likes our pain likes the pain likes the trauma likes the if you've gone through it you know it you kind of you know how it feels you know how your body goes into it and it's not like well we don't want to discuss this now so we're going to lap it with stress so it'll just work in and people go oh you're just stressed you're going through a lot and it takes us but i have to say support is everything because if it hadn't been for a person i'm close to pulling me aside and going you've been like this for three weeks now something's wrong it it was then everything snapped and I think I spent about two days crying because it was, it just, boom, it hit me. And then after that, I was able to work for it. So I'm, I'm going to voice that as well. Get yourself an amazing support system because if 
you need that you massively need that support system because sometimes you miss stuff you're only human you miss stuff not that but you've been so used to covering your own tracks so uh, you're like you you can lie to yourself perfectly well but if other people know you they can't do you can't do that for them so going into that how was your support system um actually it was um pretty sporadic you know like mm -hmm. i said i um <clears throat> i have issues like opening up to my immediate family mm -hmm. so and plus they they were always used to knowing me as an addict you know with uh, 17 years i i, I was suffering through addiction so that's 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 one thing you, you can't expect your your family or your your close immediate people to automatically accept you right away because they yeah. know you and they expect you to be what you've always been yeah so you got to find and create your own and that's the hard part but yeah i i started going to um na meetings um i went to my local mental health place and i took every freaking class that they had mm. and um <clears throat> that was just because I, I had learned it and I was immersed in this in rehab. I was I did like three months in rehab mm -hmm. and I ended up getting kicked out of rehab because I dropped early. I relapsed in there. Yeah. And, and um, <clears throat> but that was, that was, you know, I've only been to rehab twice. I'm, I'm just, I'll be 42 in May. And, um, but it was just, I just learned from there and, and I don't know, it just, it just stuck with me like, like, like I think we all have a purpose, mm -hmm. and when you find that, it it just pulls and, and it calls you, and then all this knowing and all these signs just come to you—the right people, the ideas, and, and everything has been coming in, in that in that in that sense. But yeah, um, support like that, and, and um, so I started creating my own. And um, honestly, YouTube, YouTube—I I started surrounding myself with Evan Carmichael. Um, channel, um, every channel, Tom Bilyeu, I mean, you name it, um, Eric Thomas, I just consumed it day and night, um, everything I could learn about neuroplasticity, psychology, uh, metaphysics, uh, everything, <laughs> quantum physics, I, I, I just, I just started, I just started consuming, man, consuming, and that, that's one thing, too, is, is that, um, the key thing, too, is to simplify, is that we tend to, um, um to try to keep ourselves distracted, and that yeah. way we, we don't even have awareness of what's really going on, what thoughts are really happening, or why am I feeling like this? And, and mm. you start bringing that is by um, getting distracted. And, and so you got to get undistracted and, and, and solitude. And that's, that's a hard one for a lot of people to swallow yeah. is that you need that solitude so you can figure out what is going on. <laughs> yes. I always think it's the hardest thing in the world you can do is face yourself. You can, you can put a mask on for everybody else, but the hardest thing you've got to do is face yourself. Face up to everything that's gone on or what you've done, what you could have done better. It's that voice inside of you that says, come on, you, you, you know the thing, right, we've got to fix this. But that's where the hard work, as I say, that's where the hard work starts because you've got to then be able to find a way to sync your, yourself with your good inner voice that voice inside of you that says, we, we know we're better than this. We can do this. We're just going to have to do all these little things, take in this knowledge, understand what's going on around us, but we can do this. And I think there's always a little bit, when, when 
people I've seen that have changed their lives completely, whether it be from from going from yourself, like yourself, from addiction to to not being and facing what's going on around them, or completely changing career when they realise it's not who they are. It's like there's always been that little voice inside them that's always stuck by them, and but it's just been so tiny. It's been covered by everything else, and then when you kind of part ways and dig dig a little deeper, it's still there because you're just like right all right now it's time for you to grow and that voice i always think it's that little voice that was a tiny meek thing to begin with or as soon as you realize no that's the one we should be listening to not all these horrendous ones around us that's when things change that's when we we take we find our purpose we give that little voice a purpose to help it grow and like you say once you find your purpose that's it you just it's leaps and bounds you just there's no stopping you, because you don't want to be stopped. Oh yeah, yeah, and, and that's the thing. And um, what what I came to learn, it, it's you got to think of it. It's almost like your soul or your spirit. Once it's it's looking for healing. So mm. if you're going through depression, it's trying to get you to find happiness. You know, but but we've learned that depression's bad. That that oh my god, you need to this and that. But no, it's 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 really trying to get you to heal physiologically but that's the response that you get but so what you got to do is try to find that and and once that little um our intuition always guides us to 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 what what we've always loved and and what we wanted but as we grow we we start getting taught that you can't do this or you need to do that Mm. um um, depending on your culture too you know you don't you don't talk about your emotions you don't do this you don't seek help you don't so Mm. you know what i mean so there's there's tons of variables that that, that that come into play mm. but um <clears throat> that's why it's important for what like what you're doing yourself and, and what i want to do i want to write a book and, and i just want to inspire that that you can find happiness and it doesn't necessarily mean success that that you're gonna have millions of dollars but peace of mind is is, is all that we're all, all after i mean we all make money and we buy the things that make us feel good but it depends on and there's consequences to what you know, everything, there's consequences to everything, you know what I mean? You drink too much water, you're going to die. So, yeah. you know what I mean? So, that's, yeah. that's where it comes to play on, on how much attackers do you got and how are they affecting you emotionally? See, I, I, <clears throat> I agree with that because I've decided myself to go alcohol-free for a year. So, that for the next year, I won't be having a single drop of alcohol just because I know, even though I don't have a, an addiction to it, I use it as a numbing agent when I'm stressed, when I'm down, when I don't want to face stuff, and I want to start facing that stuff. So I think it's very important that if you you see something that could get worse, that you want to start addressing it at, at the point where you notice it. It's been brought to your attention, your intuition is saying we need to sort this out. And I, I think that's the whole thing with me. I, so I've decided, for me, not alcohol for a year, because I want to work solidly on myself and I want to work on what I'm doing with the mental health stuff. Like you say, like you're like you're the same as me. I want to make sure that I'm giving my all to be able to help everybody. Anybody and everybody. That, that's why I say that nobody's excluded. Everybody needs a little bit of help somewhere. So I, I want to make sure that that happens. But... I was discussing what success was to some people and you're right people have this idea that success is 
millions of pounds in the bank they you know walk into a shop and buy anything you want that to me that's just rich that's not successful there's a very big difference between the two and I have never made a single penny off what I do I've never made a, I, 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 if anything it's cost me money it's cost me time I don't give a shit I could I would do this all day every day would do not give a damn honestly I would do this all day every day because this is how important it is to me and I couldn't give a damn about money as long as my bills are paid my kids are looked after that's fine but the one thing that's valuable that you can never replace is time and if you're willing to give it your time it's your purpose like that's it you can't get time back time's gone once it's gone it's gone you can replenish everything else you can replenish your bank account you can you you know you you can get food again you can get water again luckily if you're in uh, you know if you're in a well-privileged place you can get all those again you can't get back time and if you're willing to spend your time doing what you do it's your purpose that's it. That's that's my 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 genuine opinion of that. It's it's your purpose because if you're willing to spend time and give up something that you cannot in this lifetime re replenish, it's what you're supposed to be doing. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. And and you'll notice. And, and um, um, they call them Wayne Dyer would say, you know, being in spirit is is being inspired, and and you don't need motivation when you got that. You know what I mean? Mm. Like. Like, I'm, I'm so inspired and I want to do it so much, but I'm just trying to learn to slow down and, and do it in a, in a cohesive manner. But, um, yeah, I get up around um, 2.30, 3 o'clock. I'll do my meditation. Uh, I, I medicate, um, do some tea. I'll um, stretch. Um, I'll listen to an Evan Carmichael show or Tom Bilyeu, something mm -hmm. positive and, and something spiritual. And then um, I get into that positive mindset. I clean do my laundry if I have any, and then I'll go on a three-mile walk, go to the gym, and then I'll either go to the studio, create art for six, seven hours, or, or go to work if I if I have a job that day. Mm. And, and and I'm content with that. I yeah. have energy for that. But I am in bed by, you know, 7, 30, o'clock. But all my time is focused on, on on improving myself. You know, 1%, even if it's 1% a day, you know, whatever. It, it, it's, it, it's in a reality... Um, you could almost kind of think of as, as time doesn't really exist in a sense as the past is gone. Uh, the future never really comes because you wake up and all you get is, is 24 hours. That's it. Yeah. Every day you wake up with 24 hours. Yeah. Fresh, clean slate to start over. That's it. 86,400 seconds daily. That's it. You know what I mean? And all what happens is just as long as you keep moving forward, one day you just wake up to that reality that you've always wanted. But you got to visualize it. You gotta say your intent, and then you gotta start action. You gotta yeah. move forward, and and God, universe, you know, um, um, pays it back <laughs> yeah. tenfold sometimes. You know, yeah, well, it's, it's all based on your perception. Yeah, it's what Oprah Winfrey says: "There's no such thing as luck. It's just hard work meeting opportunity." And I like that. I like there that. Yeah. You gotta be aligned with it. You know what I mean. If you're in aligned with it, how you expect luck to come <laughs> or opportunity to come? You know what I mean. You gotta you gotta go in search of it, and it'll and, and it'll come. Oh. I mean, it, it, what you're searching for wants you too, but you gotta go out in search of it. It's waving. <laughs> you just gotta find it. It's waving in the corner. Hi. 
hi i'm over here come come pick me up it's like it's like right. it's like knowing that your kids that you uh, their friends else you know where they are you've just where where they are you've just got to find the best route to go get them so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. so yeah we're coming to end now and it's been a lovely chat but if anybody wants to find you where do they find you yeah um i'm on instagram uh frank via one five mm-hmm. and um i have um um same thing on youtube frank via i've only uploaded two videos so far but that's something that i'm going to be working on this year i'm creating more content and and um and trying to um simplify all this information that that i've got and to manageable you know, understandable pieces that that we all can and relate to. That's a nice one. Um, and what I'll do is, once I've uploaded it, I will put every link on so people can. They'll find it easier for them to find you anyway. So that'll be good. Um, I'll say I'm going to say a thank you. Um, but I do have one last. I only have one question that's ever set, and this is I leave it for the end because it always gets people. Um, you're about to meet somebody who has gone through everything that you've gone through the ups the downs the highs the lows the struggles everything they're literally about to step foot in your shoes and walk your same path you're not allowed to tell them anything not a single thing about what's about to happen to them all you can do is give them three pieces of advice what would they be do not give up seek your higher power and focus on the miracles. Focus on miracles. I like that. Focus <clears throat> and, and on miracles. That's a, yeah, yeah, it's all a mindset. Um, Albert Einstein has a you know fam- famous quote saying that you can um, picture this as a hostile universe or as a friendly one. And that's what free will is. It's up to you to decide what kind of world you want to create. And we're all responsible for our world. We all create what we want. You know what I mean? Nobody's up there with us. It, our world is our world. And we create... Mm. Then we create a ripple effect, and that's what we get. You know what I mean? So that's that's what yeah. positive positivity does. I agree. <laughs> I agree completely. But uh, again, thank you. This has been a lovely conversation. I, I really do enjoy these. Like I say, I love these stuff, and I, I'd do it all day, every day, if I could get away with it. <laughs> but uh, I, I say thank you so much. And uh, don't worry, I'll be definitely following. And I do love your art, by the way. I just thought I'd like, like, I've seen your art, and I do really love it. I do appreciate art, something rotten. So, whole <laughs> new year coming, man. Stay tuned. <laughs> oh, don't worry, I'll be, I'll be tuned in. Don't worry, I'll be watching. <laughs> so, blessings. Have a blessed day. Thank you very much. Well, you're very much welcome. And to everybody who's listening, uh, good day, good brew.